Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a while Hi, it's Jackie Cation And you are listening to The Dork Forest The website's JackieCation.com DorkForest.com TheDorkForest.com if you like a determiner Let's do the credits. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio and video. Vilmos works on JackieCation.com. And Mike Rickberg uh, sang the song with his wife, Sarah. He composed it, and he will sing his version of the Mexican hat dance at the end of this show. Thank you so much for listening to The Dorks Forest. Here's a scoop. I'm doing stand-up online. A lot of Zoom shows will eventually go back on the road. Sign up for my email list. It's easy to get off. It's harder to get on than it is to get off. And no harm, no foul, if ever bored. JackieCasia.com. Sign up for the email list. You'll find out about my weekly Zoom shows and stand-up on the road eventually. You may donate to the show if you would like. I would like. Sure, I would. There's PayPal, Jackie at JackieCation.com, and there is a PayPal button on both DorkForest.com and JackieCation.com, and there's Venmo, if you like Venmo, Jackie-Cation, oddly enough. If you have listened to all of the shows, go to DorkForest.BandCamp.com, I think. The Dork Forest has a Bandcamp page. You can listen to a, but a lot of ones that are free from pre 2000 nine when I started pre-recording and uh, then there's a live episodes that cost me a couple of bucks. So I charge you a couple of bucks. There's also some stand up. There's a story uh, album. That's very exciting there. And um, other than that, I have a lot of merch in my garage. Feel free to order if you know anybody who doesn't have any CDs or the DVD. And uh, you can follow me everywhere at Jackie Cation. Let's get into the show. Hi, Jackie Cation in my garage. Uh, getting to talk to Chris Mancini again. I think this is our second quarantine episode. It very well may be, if not more, if we add the what are you watching episodes. I don't know. I mean, yeah. it could be more. <laughs> Chris Mancini, you may remember him from Comedy Film Nerds and my many appearances on Comedy Film Nerds, a delightful program, still available in archive, no doubt. But if you Indeed. were to go to White Cat Entertainment, you could see Chris Mancini's new projects, which are... Uh, a podcast called What Are You Watching? And a podcast called The Quiet Journeys of Professor Atwood. And these are beautiful moments that you can listen to in your life. And, it, and it's at White Cat Stories on Twitter and Facebook. And, and then just whitecatentertainment.com has everything. Right, Chris? Right. And that's the hub. So you can kind of go there and get the podcast, graphic novels. There's a store. Everything, um, everything uh, sprouts from there. Fair enough. And you have a new uh, Kickstarted that I supported, that I believe yes. in. It is a, mm -hmm. a new graphic novel that you wrote uh, called Rise of the Kung Fu Dragon Master. Yes. Volume one is being delivered as we speak. And uh, volume two has literally just launched on the Kickstarter. It'll go from all of August to uh, September 5th. So even if you haven't supported volume one, guess what? You still could. You could get volume one and volume two <laughs> as a package in dun, dun, dun. Uh, the new Kickstarter. Or you mm -hmm. could go to whitecatentertainment.com and get the first one. And like you, I like the 80s, Jackie. Do you? I love the 80s. I do. I love Is the action. Is that your dorkdom? The 80s? <laughs> it's part of it, <laughs> yes. Uh, and I wanted to make like kind of like a comic book that was like, uh, I kind of had all the things I loved about the 80s, like the comedy, the buddy movies, the action, all kind of mixed together. Like uh, Goonies, Big Trouble in Little China, all the Spielberg movies, even maybe a little Flash Gordon that uh, was such a weird movie. Remember that? Anyway. Uh, you know what? I haven't <laughs> seen any of those three movies. I've seen parts um, of uh, China yes. thing. I saw mm -hmm. parts of Goonies and I've seen parts of Flash Gordon. Well, um, I would say, you know, take an evening. <laughs> and uh, have have a nice '80s evening and uh, and just enjoy them. I did see, um, of course, and I own actually the DVD for um, last the Last Dragon, which was oh, also in yeah. the '80s with uh, mm -hmm. the Shogun of Harlem shown up and yes. Vanity starring yes. starring Vanity when uh, he couldn't get quite the power of the dragon, where only his fists would glow. If you remember, <laughs> towards the and end. But, uh, he ate yes. popcorn with chopsticks, which seems racially insensitive now. 
<laughs> and at the time, just seemed kind of silly, good fun. Right. Uh, so. <laughs> you know, you can't blame the 80s for everything. You, uh, you can give it a shot. I blame yeah. most of the 80s for the 80s. And uh, a parachute Granted, pants, so, come on. Yes, there, there are some legitimate gripes, for sure, that could not be dismissed in a court of law, for sure. For sure. Yeah, but uh, that, that but that's what it is. It's an amalgam of like all my years in comedy, my years of watching movies, and uh, my love of action and Jackie Chan and uh, and comedy all combined. I do love a Jackie Chan movie to this mm-hmm. day. Whitecatentertainment.com. But uh, now I think the last time you were on The Dork Forest, we talked about board games. Yes. What we'd like to talk about this time, Chris Mancini, I think is board games. Let's talk about board games. As you can see behind me, I have a, my own board game table, although my son has uh, co-opted it for building Legos. That's a Harry Potter Lego set he's working on because oh, very nice. with the pandemic, haven't really had uh, people over for, I don't know, a year or so? Uh, more I to would play say video, 16, play. 17 months, my friend. Yeah, to play We're board going. games. We, and, yeah, we started doing it. Well, you know, you, you're familiar with the works of Andy Ashcraft and his love of board games. I am uh, indeed. He, I'm also familiar with the uh, Andy Ashcraft board games. <laughs> right, right. The games that he indeed has created. He he mm-hmm. just had a meeting. I, w- I was like, do you want to sit in on this? And he was like, kind of, but I've got a bunch of work to do because I just have a new pitch that I have to write. And so, because um, he needs, a, he's got a prototype in the in the works with a, with a new company, which is kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but we have kickstarted a couple of larger than life board games. Board games that there is no end. Uh, you were talking about sort of the couple of big board games that, that you've yes. gotten into in the last year. Mm-hmm. And you have a large, you have a, you have a good core group. You got a four that you can play. Yes. Have you guys mm-hmm. been cranking it out? We've been, we try to get together at least once a month. And then what we were doing is we were actually going online and going through steam to actually do uh, the virtual board games. Like instead of actually playing tabletop, online video games. Tabletop simulator? Tabletop simulator, yeah. And then Us there was too. a couple. Yes, yes. Because the, that's a way you could actually kind of do it. And then, but there's always someone who hasn't upgraded their computer in eight years. And then that kind of slows down or crashes everything for everyone else. <laughs> oh, were you, do, you were doing it over the, oh, because we had a core group we were doing it with uh, mm-hmm. that, we just made sure everybody was – so every Tuesday, like today is Tuesday. Yeah. And we're going to – we're still doing it. And for the first couple of weeks, Andy had a series of – we would be on Zoom on on somebody's phone. Somebody else's phone would be pointed down at a board game that Andy oh, – And they wow. were usually co-op games mm-hmm. so that he could move all the pieces Oh, you kind of like jury-rigged your own online board game. We uh, did our own tabletop simulator. Mm -hmm. And then we were like, let's just do tabletop simulator. And then Andy hated tabletop. He really doesn't like tabletop simulator because the coding on it. Because when you go into Steam, you go into tabletop simulator, and then you have to go into the workshop. And Sorry, work- the the valley eye the uh, the valley uh, fog and smoke <laughs> is making my eyes water. So. So is that what you were doing? Were you going to Steam and then Tabletop Simulator and then the workshop to play every game that's ever been invented? No, we actually were looking in a Tabletop Simulator, but we limited ourselves to um, games that actually had digital versions of themselves. Like, like, uh, de- like which one? Scythe. We oh, played okay. Scythe a lot and it was great because you could do something through t- Steam called uh, Remote Play Together where only one person needed the game, and then everyone else took turns moving the mouse. So it was uh, kind of similar, yep. with the exception of you didn't need two phones and someone holding it over the game. The game and, the, and then you would just have Zoom or something on the side so that you could see each other and, and chat? Did you do that? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what we did. Then we had our phones on the side as um, as Zoom, and then that was the, the video. But what we did, we tried to do it like... Like, everyone tries to get the technology where you can only... You only need one thing, like... Uh, like um, uh, Steam tried to do it where you could have like a video or a, a an audio chat while you were playing. Yeah, it never it never worked. It right. never you worked, had so. to do Discord. You had to go yeah, to yeah. something, mm-hmm. right? Um, we yeah, we bailed on that pretty early. We did. So we were playing Lords of Waterdeep 
just yeah. on that. D and D, Lords of Waterdeep. The D and D is a misnomer. Lords of Waterdeep is the board game. Everybody right. had to own it. We also, I also, uh, we also did Ticket to Ride. Mm-hmm. And um, well, now, Lords of Waterdeep does s- have remote play together. Only one person needed that one too. Oh well, we all just bought it because there were there yeah. was there were mm-hmm. days when Steam was just selling. Like you would get things for three bucks a game. Yeah, yeah. So that's we true. we did Small World. Have you ever mm-hmm. played Small World? Only it's at a, your house. Okay, yeah. It's sort of uh, it's a it's a quicker version of Risk. So right. And but so you have to create a Steam account. Mm-hmm. You have to create an EA account. You have to create an Origin account. You have to create a. Right. I mean, you have to create an account. Pain in the ass. It's a pain in the ass. But mm-hmm. if you do go to Steam and then you go to Tabletop Simulator, you can buy games through that that are like Lords of Waterdeep or Scythe, right? Or probably mm-hmm. Carcassonne and Settlers, right? But if you go to something called the Workshop. Every single game you've ever wanted to play. We played a, a deck, a Lord of the Rings deck builder that I enjoy a oh. great deal. Mm-hmm. Um, we play Clank almost every week. But mm-hmm. the the board, you have to learn the key commands and you have to make sure you could drop things off of the board. And it's just, you want to find sort of the best coded versions. Everybody makes right. a different version right. and they're free. It's free to do tabletop simulator in the workshop. Mm-hmm. And then you just have the Zoom going, and it was, you know, every Tuesday we'd start at eight, we'd go to midnight for the last right. sixteen months. <laughs> we would also yeah. like to be in a, a room together around a table, right? Yeah, exactly. And then you know when we um, were able to actually get back together, and we're like, all right, everyone vaccinated, all right, great, game night. Um, it was weird, like, um, wow, we kind of haven't done this in a while. <laughs> it, it just I'm like, oh, that's right. And uh, because we haven't, you know, been in the same room for over a year. And, right. uh, you know, it's as, you know, as a stopgap measure, Steam and Tabletop Simulator are good, but it's just not the same as uh, having people around a table and playing. It is true. It is like doing stand-up online versus in real life. It right. isn't, there's, it's just different is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. you want to play, like, I've also taken to, um playing some PC games on Steam. You know, where mm-hmm. where I have a uh I have a, a USB port uh uh controller and then I could play like Knockout City with and then I and that I could push to Twitch. And um and so like I've been playing with Carmen Morales and Ron Funches this game mm-hmm. called Knockout City. And Knockout City is essentially it's a first person shooter, except it's not it's dodgeball. <laughs> and uh and you could throw each other and it's super fun. Mm-hmm. But there's there's Steam is doing a really good job of of yeah. for quarantine, man. They really sure. are. Mm-hmm. They've, they've risen to the occasion, quite honestly. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, they have sales, so like the entry point is is not as bad. You could get you could get into these games and like we did like I think Lords of Waterdeep, uh Pandemic, um, Scythe. And, um, I think we had, oh, and I, I just got, I just got root, but that one's different. Everyone has to buy a copy of that. So that's, you know, the, the entry is a little harder for that, but I love the remote play together where if one person buys it, you could try it out. And then if the gaming group says no, then only one person is out $15. Right. And <laughs> if, if push comes to shove, Venmo's also been doing good work here in quarantine. Yes. Uh, so everybody could throw you three dollars. Exactly. So if if that's how bad it was, if you yeah. were so angry, you're like, I spent fifteen dollars. Right. right. Somebody pony up. I would like three dollars yeah. from each five yeah. of you. You should have liked this game as much as me. What is wrong with you? You're uh, broken. Give yeah. me five dollars. Let me tell you something. So. I did spend ten dollars on a game that I didn't like that my friend Carmen suggested, and it's called Pixel Junk Monster Something. And it's a tower building, def- tower defense game. And mm-hmm. I'm either, I, I, it was not intuitively fun for me. Right. So I think I'll have to play it again with her if it's going to be something that ever is going to be a reason I spent $15. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you get? But what are you going to do? You got to, you got to try to, yeah. you're in quarantine, you're in lockdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to, and, and Zoom was our only interaction with other people that weren't our immediate families. If we had immediate families, right? 
And well, sometimes you got to just roll the dice with fifteen dollars. Yeah, that's <laughs> see it. See what happens. You gotta, you gotta play. You gotta play hard. To, you, you gotta just give it a shot. Lords of Waterdeep, I like. I so still, I. I still yeah. play Lords of Waterdeep mm-hmm. solo, and then I want to play it. But the one of the one of our players actually ended up. We played it so much, he was like, "I can't play Lords of Waterdeep." Right. And I was like, what about the expansions? Expansions are nice. Uh, you want to play Undermountain? And, they are uh, fun, the expansions. They do add to the gameplay. They, they do. They do. And they also add some time to the gameplay. Yes. And, um, now, and- let's let's say together the most annoying part of the digital version of Lords of Waterdeep. Oh, what is it? That um, every, um, every uh turn before your turn gets repeated in quick motion before you get to take your turn it's this weird gameplay quirk right and see i was gonna say having to press the green triangle a thousand times and (laughs) forgetting to to press it and so eventually someone has to go phil did you is it still you still still thinking what do you yeah (laughs) because once you press the final triangle then it re-shows the 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 order Mm -hmm. and then what we what we've taken to doing is just as soon as anybody buys a building, we're like, oh, I take it you're the builder, and then that's fun <laughs> for us. That's uh, <laughs> I like Lords of Waterdeep. Yeah, it's uh, a good game. Yeah, and um, but on tabletop, I like and and then we played Clank, and when we gathered in real life, we played Clank again. Mm-hmm. Clank is much more fun when you don't have to try to change your cameras every two feet because tabletop simulator has cameras that you can set right. and you can mm-hmm. zoom in and you can see other people's uh now, what's laying in front of them i haven't played clank yet like what kind of game is it it's a dungeon crawl and okay. a deck builder and um and so it's pretty great you go in you uh there you jump from you you jump from places you need swords and boots you need boots to move you need swords to fight the monsters as you get down deeper and then what you're doing is you're going for artifacts you get that artifact mm. uh there are different values to the artifacts you could also pick up like a monkey's paw and uh and keys to get up locked dungeon areas if you die the first person to and 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 oh and clank is uh how much that's how much noise you're making uh to okay. wake up and irritate the dragon Got it. So when you buy these cards and the the different cards uh, and different generate clank, and then you wake up the dragon, uh, cubes are added to a, a bag, and so you have a certain amount of health. There's a health bar, and so you're in the deep. The dragon, you know, wakes up and and you get some some hits. If you are killed above ground, you still get to count your victory points because mm-hmm. the townspeople come and drag you off. <laughs> if you are killed, under- <laughs> if you are killed underground, you are dead, dead. You do not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter if you have the greatest, you will just be something for the next adventurer to find. And, and mm-hmm. they'll, they'll get to roll your body uh, without all the effort. Mm-hmm. But actually it doesn't get, there's no legacy to it. There's no clank right. legacy. I wonder if there is a clank legacy. Might be in development somewhere. Yeah. I have a new favorite cooperative, sort of half competition, half co- cooperative game. Um, Are you, you do you play Raven's Claw? Ravensburger? Uh, Ravens something? What the? Raven, the company? Ravensburger? Company. Yeah, <laughs> yes, the company. We, we, we have a couple of uh, Ravensburger games for sure. Mm-hmm. It is from them and mm-hmm. it is based, and this is why I mentioned it, is because Chris Mancini, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure this is one of your favorite movies. Maybe not the favorite, but one of your favorites, the movie Jaws. Of course, yes. You enjoy um, the movie Jaws? Jaws? I, indeed. I thought you were going to say Aliens, or uh, but uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something about this uh, this Ravensburger version of Jaws. It is mm-hmm. incredibly true to the IP. Oh. It is. It feels like you're in the movie. Three mm-hmm. uh, three people play those guys in the boat. I've only right. seen Jaws once, by the way. Yeah, and then one person plays Jaws, and so the first they get to play the shark. Yeah, the first oh, cool. half of the of the game is Jaws circling the island trying to eat swimmers, mm-hmm. and and Quint Brody and whatever, um, Hooper, 
uh, trying to Richard Dreyfus, Richard Dreyfus, <laughs> trying to save swimmers and attach two uh, barrels to Jaws. Mm-hmm. And so once that happens, or Jaws eats nine swimmers, the board oh, wow. flips over, uh-huh. and you are Hooper, Quint, and Brody on that boat with Jaws. Oh, cool. So it's got like two uh, phases. The yeah, game. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, you have the items that they had. And that boat is not big enough. <laughs> <laughs> but now can I, um, let's say I bought this Jaws game. Mm-hmm. Could I pimp it out by um, buying more extensive painted miniatures on Etsy, like a bigger shark, like or a, an actual boat? Like, I wonder what what could I do to pimp out that game? You could probably do a lot of things because here's the thing about Jaws, is that it is um, it is pretty basic though though mm-hmm. the images are pretty good. You know, they're uh, yeah. Let's. Uh, Let's show you what I could show you here. Um, That's kind of been my thing with uh, board games now. It's like, well, this this game is great, but how could I spend more money on it and not make anything change? So <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of hilarious and kind of uh, the way I am also interested. Uh, I am also truly interested. This is the Jaws game. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So do you see here where my cursor is? Yes. Mm-hmm. That is that is that is Jaws. It is mm-hmm. just a little dude. So mm-hmm. you could buy minifigs, you could mod mm-hmm. things, you could do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And then um but the and then you have different tools and different boats. So you could buy a better boat than that one, right? That's not Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could uh, like here's one boat when this is the this is the swimming side of it, mm-hmm. and then and then there's another side of it. So, but the th- yes, you could totally. Are you into modding games, or do you like it when you can buy expansions? Um, I don't like modding the games. Um, I do like the expansions. I just like um, getting a little more detail on the board. Like with um, the minis, like like we we have Gloomhaven, and that's one I would probably have spent more than double the cost of the actual game that yeah. I have added. Like uh, I'm like, okay, well I have figures and monster standees, but this isn't good enough. I need an actual <laughs> plastic bookshelf, and I need an actual plastic rock to put on these maps. So well, you know, there's well, there's well. collections on Etsy where you could actually get these things. I'm like, oh well, wait, no. Now I need a box organizer that I have to build out of balsa wood from a broken token. So, um, so I start adding these things on and like, I'm like, but none of this changes how the game plays. But I will say, you know, when you have more of a 3D board with more things on it, um, it, it gets it, it gets a little more immersive and it's, it's more fun. And then my, my son has been into uh, uh, painting Warhammer figures. So he's got a whole paint set. Oh, yeah. So when he paints, I kind of bring my... Uh, Gloomhaven stuff over, which are basically little 3D printed rocks and and uh, shelves and stuff. And he looks at him like, well, those aren't very detailed. I'm like, well, I know because they're not, you know, $20 Warhammer figures. Right. That, <laughs> yeah. And does he paint them for you? So he um, offered to, but he's like, well, I got to paint my own figures first. So. <laughs> oh, because I have a project for him if he's willing to start painting. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> we bought a game on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. And um, it has got a hundred characters. Oh yeah, Marvel United. Huh? I almost backed that one. Um, it is. That's a lot of figures. It is so much figures. Mm-hmm. And there's just that we just backed the X Men. Uh huh. And you can be any of these people. Wow. And none of them are painted. Hmm. And. I have looked online to people that paint yes. and they look amazing. They do. They if do. I and did it, it would be a horrible splash <laughs> paint of grossness. Well, that's what I was kind of doing with my son where he would paint his figures and I would sit with him and I'd start doing some of my little Gloomhaven things. And uh, um, 
his came out better, let's just say. And even like what I'm doing is less detailed. I'm like, okay, well, I could do a couple things here and there, but they're never going to look as good as somebody who's been doing it for like years. Yep. Uh, although my son's getting pretty good at it, I have mm-hmm. to say. I, 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 although I just bought on Kickstarter, bought, I mean, backed on Kickstarter. Like that's the thing about Kickstarter. You could spend hundreds of dollars on a game and get it a year and a half later. Yep. And then forget about it. Like you- I just got the uh, big box of um, 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 Terraforming Mars. So now that 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 game's been out for a long time. So but what I got was the big box where it had all the expansions. I'm like, all right, well, I've been wanting to get this game for a while. Why don't I get it in the most expensive uh, way possible? (laughs) So I got the game, all of the expansions and then all the tiles like with the ocean and city tiles they have, um, they're already pre-painted. So they're already blue oh, and they're already colors awesome. and it looks great. So I don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. And then I paid extra to put little domes on the cities. <laughs> <laughs> so I have this giant box with all these things and it just came in. So I haven't even had a chance to like play it yet. But like, I start off a little uh, slower where I'm like, all right, no expansions. Let me just play the base game first. And then uh, make sure um, you like it. Make sure yes. you like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I'll add Then then after that, I'll add, you know, the complications of the uh, of the expansions and all the dynamics that, that come with them. But um, I'm really excited to dig into it. And the pieces look really cool. And, uh, you know, like, like you can put like I really want to terraform Mars now, like for real. So. Oh yeah, yeah. So does uh, so does, so several billionaires who yes. uh, could could do other things, and yeah, we would all yeah. be pleased. But, but it's, I uh, get it. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, like just like just the fact that you know you have domes on the on the cities, and there's like a shopping district, and then there's like a, a little nuclear explosion if something went awry. And uh, <laughs> what's wait? What's it called? It's called terraforming Mars. Uh, big box. And uh, I don't know if it'll probably end up in retail, too, but I just got it from a, a Kickstarter campaign. So if you could bring it up, you could actually see the uh, the tiles. But yeah. um, are you are, are you um, I'm looking. Um, yeah, I was going to say if you find it. Otherwise, it, are we able to edit and pause? I could run in the house and get the uh, the actual game. Oh, show you. we don't have to edit or pause. We could just okay. keep looking. That, because here's the thing <laughs> is that there's there's so many. Like, like here's, here's the, um, here's the box, right? So that's just the box for terraforming Mars. And Mm -hmm. what I do want to see though, is I want to see those, those pieces. There it is. Yeah. Those are the pieces. So each That's actually what they look like. That's Mm -hmm. one small piece. No, that's that's a, each, each hex is a different piece. Like you have the explosion, you have a city, you have a, um. Like, um, you like have settlers, an ocean. cactus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then you have the forest ones. Uh huh. Yeah, like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and then you put your little cubes on each one to establish ownership. Sure. <laughs> and then this is wait. Is this three D? Oh yeah, no, it's all actual three D models that go onto the board. That's why I bought it. I'm like, oh, oh this is this would oh, save me from oh, painting. Oh wait a minute, wait a minute. So they aren't just paintings of the houses. No, they no, are three D like this forest yes. and 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 rock formations come yes. out of the hex. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, holy smokes! <laughs> like here's Andy's. Andy got the uh, expansion. Uh, he got he got the Kickstarter of Dwellings of Eldervale. Yeah, that's very 2017 to have uh, flat tiles. Oh, <laughs> pardon me. But what he did get with the with the dw- dwellings of Eldervale, uh, the expansion was he got the monsters that come in to fight, and they all have. Um, oh, right. So here's this 3D monster business, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. They came with. Each of these characters come with a stand that makes a mm-hmm. noise, like a rar if it's a dragon oh, or something else. And so it's it's fun, but mm-hmm. it's just the 3D part of it is pretty awesome. Right. That that terraforming thing sounds amazing. Yeah. I, we yeah. have to come over and play that. Yes, please. We're, we're both do. vaccinated and <laughs> excellent, uh, and and we're wearing masks so that you won't even catch a cold. Yeah. <laughs> we we both got off of an airplane this last week. And felt um, like we had something and we're like, oh, it's COVID. We got COVID. Yeah. And uh, we didn't. We had colds. We had <laughs> right. travel travel crud, essentially, right? 
Yeah, you know, that's that's what people forget. There's other germs out there, too, that just right. aren't getting the PR. Right. They're, they're still there. <laughs> Bad pub. Bad yeah, pub, yeah. the common cold. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I, the Marvel's United business, though, you literally, we, we played, uh, I was, I think we played as Howard the Duck. We decided oh to play as um, all animals, like uh, mm -hmm. like a pet Avengers, mm -hmm. uh, Squirrel Girl. Uh, yeah, it wasn't pet Avengers because I don't think we have those pets yet. But uh, Rocket, we have somebody must have played Rocket. We yeah, well, and mm -hmm. and Hella one shot at us. We should have played like it's good to play. They they do a nice job of the game balance mm -hmm. where they uh, if you play in theme. Right, if you mm -hmm. play as Thor and Loki, uh, you you have a better chance, right? Mm -hmm. And the new X Men one that's coming out, they go so deep into the long boxes with characters, it's ridiculous. Right. Mm -hmm. So, we have had people over to play the games, and mm -hmm. what is this one that? Now, see, there is a game that Andy has stacked over there. He's clearly done an unboxing, mm -hmm. but I don't know what it is. Um, what else have you gotten besides like, like, well, tell, tell me a story while I grab this thing. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm waiting for a, uh, a big one that got uh, obviously delayed. Kickstarter games get delayed, um, on a regular basis. It's called Return to Dark Tower. It is actually a remake of the eighties game, Dark Tower, that was kind of had like an electronic component in the middle of it. And um, I missed the Kickstarter and I was furious about it. I'm like, I can't <laughs> believe I missed this Kickstarter. And then all the pre-orders were closed. So I'm like, if only there was a site that I could um, pay for a Kickstarter late and still get everything. And turns out there is. <sighs> eBay? Um, uh, no, there's a oh. place called uh, The Game Steward where oh. you, you can actually go and, you know, it's a little more expensive, obviously, because you're getting punished for missing the Kickstarter. Yes, you uh, are. But I get that. That is that is capitalism. I understand. That's so, exactly how it's uh, set up to work. Yes. <laughs> so um, I was able to get what I what I wanted and I ordered it, uh, but it still obviously hasn't come in yet because it's a double delay. Not only if the Kickstarter gets delayed because the Kickstarter has to go to, uh, you know, the facility, the game store, and then game store then sends it out to you. But I was able to get, and it's the same thing we were talking about. I'm like, well, you know, they're standees, but I'm going to pay the extra tier and get the actual uh, minifigs of the yeah. monsters. Yeah. But the thing that I love about this game that I can't wait to get is it, uh, first of all, there's an electronic tower in the middle of the game, A, that spits out <laughs> skulls. Um, it, uh, it attaches to an app, so the app kind of runs the game as you play. What's it and called? Then it's Again? called Re Return to Dark Tower. Okay. And it was designed, it's a remake of an 80s game. It was designed by the creator of Gloomhaven and uh, Rob Davio, who also did Pandemic Legacy and uh, all of the Legacy games and Risk Legacy. So it's like two um, superstars of uh, game design yep. combined to actually make this uh, remake. And... They're releasing updates periodically about like, okay, well, now there's different colored skulls. Now there's like guilds that will help your characters and there's yeah. dungeons that the characters actually go through on the board. And then at the end, a giant monster comes out of the tower and then you have to fight him. And then that's the that's the way the game works. The big boss. Yeah, the big boss. So I'm like, oh, this oh, this sounds great. First of all, again, we already talked about how much I love the 80s. So it's a <laughs> remake of an 80s game. And right. uh, it just looks super fun. So I'm I'm hoping I'll get that before the end of the year. <laughs> right. It, it, things will just show up on our front porch. Right. And Andy's like, this might be, this might be that thing. Yeah. And then he mm -hmm. opens it and he's like, no, it's the other thing. And uh, yeah. so <laughs> this is uh, a game Holy that he. Holy crap. Yeah. That he just received. It's called Merchant's Cove. Mm -hmm. And it's got expansions. The in you can you can play with the innkeeper, uh -huh. you can play with the oracle, mm -hmm. and then there seems to be some sort of bonus secret stash. Wow! So we haven't got to play it at all. Mm -hmm. uh, it's fourteen and above. Takes ninety minutes. I don't believe them. No, uh, no, I never believe those times. Get this: you it's a solo game. You can play alone. Oh wow! Plays one to four people. 
This is too big of a box to only play four people. It should go huge. up to seven people, quite honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I want I want that to play more than four people. But the fact that it plays one people mm-hmm. means that Andy can play it. If right. uh, if I'm busy doing something else, I remember the first solo game I ever bought him mm-hmm. was a game called Friday, mm-hmm. and it it's by that co- that game company that that guy that only makes games that start with an F. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not familiar with this uh, company. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, but do you have a section in your closet that's um, you know Andy's games for when Jackie's on the road? Uh, we have so many closets, and yeah. th- the fact that this game is in the garage means that we're out of closet. Uh, yeah. And let me tell you, okay, it's called uh, Friedman Freese is the name of the guy who makes these games. Mm-hmm. And he only makes games that start with F. Oh, good and, for him. But Friday is a great game. It's essentially, it re- kind of reminds me of Solitaire. But uh, he's a German uh, game designer. Is it like Robinson Crusoe's, uh, um, you know, companion named Friday? Is that what it is? You spend the entire time trying to get Robinson Crusoe off of my fucking island, which also (laughs) starts with an F. Um, So the uh, but he has like he made something called Fauna. He made something called Fabled Fruit. He Mm -hmm. uh, factory manager. Fearsome floors, I'm seeing. Fearsome floors, you know it. Uh, Flupin Friedelen. I don't know if that's just a German. That's just a German, though. So, um, yeah, but Friday is, it's it's actually really fun and it's really well balanced. I would recommend mm-hmm. it as uh, if 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 you can't get people to play board games with you, there are a lot of new games that are super fun that are that you can right. play solo. That are mm-hmm. that are like solitaire. It's like like if you like playing solitaire, you might mm-hmm. like solitaire with a story. Right. Yeah. Well, I I definitely bought one of those because I thought uh, like I had some friends over that might want to enjoy it. It's kind of like a choose your own adventure type game. It's called uh, the Seventh Continent. Okay. And and it's super cheap right now, and uh, um, I think it's only like fifty nine or sixty nine bucks, and it's a giant uh, box why, of cards essentially. Why is that? cheap what happened there and then uh, uh well when uh <laughs> when you I, I'm, I'm going by gloomhaven prices so. okay okay fair enough um, and, uh, but yeah um for cards yeah that is a little expensive <laughs> now yeah, that you yeah. mention it, it feels... um so the cards actually make a map and you go through and you're explorers um i think in the early 1900s and basically you have to lift a curse or oh. you die, and uh, that's and you could play solo, or you could play with a group of three other people. But you make all the decisions and moves together. So even when you're playing together, there's no turns. Like somebody could go two or three times in a row. You could uh, somebody could skip a turn. Somebody could, uh, or you could go one turn per person. So it's a really interesting cooperative game, but also you could play it by yourself. And uh, the people I played it with, they did not enjoy it as much as I did. Oh, really? So, yeah, they like more kind of tactical or even um, uh, just a little more, um, it's weird to say, action-y board games. It's, this was more exploring and reading and choose your own adventure which I really like. But uh, oh, So I God. think I might be going solo on that one. Yeah, yeah. This feels like uh, very much, uh, it might not be for me. Do you remember mm-hmm. that one time, the first time we ever did play a board game together and it was four hours and I had just a stress headache? We were playing yes. Axis and Allies. I do remember that. Yeah. Now, to be fair, that is the one of the most tedious and slow board games ever made. So it's certainly understandable. Unless you love it. Yeah. And then you're psyched that it takes six hours to get to I, 1944. I because I do love it and I still find it tedious and slow. That is so funny. Andy's got, he's got a couple of games that are, speaking of 3D games, uh, his buddy Lee has them as well. Uh, I oh, think and he, sorry, he, we're having construction in the background, by the way. I don't know if I you're can't hearing hear, that. No, I am not hearing that. Oh, good. That. That's <laughs> the good news. Um, he has, uh, there. there's a NASCAR game where you race. Uh-huh. There's an X-Wing wing game that is all about angles. Yes. Where you have, uh, and, and Andy has bought so many different X-Wings and, mm-hmm. and, and Star Wars little characters. Like, you buy ships. 
and the ships are all ten dollars each or five dollars each. And then there's I think a, I have a starter set on this, but I just have like the one ship to start and I haven't really gotten into it yet. Right. And because the, there's also a biplane one that his buddy Lee has where you can oh. dogfight in World War One, mm-hmm. which is kind of a nice, a nice sleeve on that. Like do you like or some what is the expansion like a, a something like a zeppelin or like the bigger planes like yeah. probably something like that yeah yeah you could buy extra I, I, you can mm-hmm. and essentially with the Star Wars one you can buy the giant like the thing that comes over the when when the thing is scrolling you could buy that ship and it you takes buy a star up, destroyer you could buy a star destroyer oh, yeah wow yeah so. You have tiny X-Wings, and then the Star mm-hmm. Destroyer is this big. Oh, my god! You could buy a Millennium Falcon, and mm-hmm. they're all to scale. Right. And then, but the good thing is, is you don't need a board for it. You're right. just playing on, like, a big table. Like, we mm-hmm. bought this table mm-hmm. before the pandemic when we first built this tiny room. Right. Because we were going to have people over. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, I got, I think, one year out of my game table and then one year off. Right. So. <laughs> and now it's now it's storing Legos. Yes. So, by the way, I am talking with Chris Mancini, and Chris Mancini uh, has a new uh, comic book uh, graphic novel out called Rise of the Kung Fu Dragon Master. And you can get more information for everything. Like, it's, uh, it's at White, White Cat Stories on Twitter and Facebook, but whitecatentertainment.com can tell you where to just purchase that uh, comic book or to uh, do the Kickstarter for Volume 2, where you could Kickstart and get both Volume 1 and Volume 2 just now, which would help him uh, produce a second volume, which would be nice. He has two podcasts, What Are You Watching?, which I believe I have been on, because have. What, if, what, if, what was I watching? And then The Qu- Quiet Journey of Professor Atwood, which I think is scripted, is it not? It is. And by the way, you're plugging my stuff way better than I've ever done. So thank you. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I created Quiet Journeys of Professor Atwood because uh, as things were going crazy last year, I wanted to create something that was story driven, but also uh, relaxing to help people kind of chill and help them get to sleep. So it's I play a scientist slash explorer who goes on different uh, journeys like down the Amazon or into space or that right now he's uh, time traveling and finding a resort at the beginning of time that shouldn't be there. Like, uh, <laughs> so there are all these relaxing uh, stories and journeys, but it has um, music and sound design. So everything kind of combines with my narration to kind of give you like a nice chill uh, story, like whether or um, above the clouds or underwater. And it's a whole kind of like story uh, uh, universe where everything also kind of interconnects. So if you fall asleep, it's not a big deal. You miss something, you can always go back and re-listen and uh, enjoy how them lo- like on their own too. How long is each episode or does it vary? It, they, it varies, but each episode is probably about 30 to 40 minutes. And since they are so production and writing intensive, uh, I only do t- two a month. So it's every, uh, it, it's bi-weekly. Fair enough. And uh, 30 or 40 minutes that might that for some people that's how long it takes them to get to sleep so it might be nice right before bed and it's not going to be some sort of goddamn nightmare so uh, <laughs> <Exactly>. yeah <laughs> so why don't you listen to a nice adventure story uh, before you go to bed and it's called uh, the quiet uh, the quiet journeys of professor atwood yes indeed yes. and you also at the uh, and the white Kent entertainment store now normally we have like t-shirts and mugs but for Quiet Journeys, we actually also have blankets. So you could actually buy a Quiet Journeys blanket cuddle, to snuggle up and listen. Cuddle yeah. up. <laughs> awesome. I love that. <laughs> um, cool. I think that's a great idea. And um, what else? Uh, yeah, the other things. What 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 else are you have you have you gotten any other stuff? Or because we have so many games, quite honestly, yes. right now. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, those are the things that have, I've been waiting for and, um, coming in, I did get another Scythe expansion that I haven't opened yet because I've been enjoying Scythe online with the friends. But now when people can start coming back over, I wanted to like open up, like I got an airships one that we haven't opened yet. And then there's one called the rise of Fenris that is actually a campaign that uh, we could all kind of play together, but it's. Um, it's a matter of, uh, just kind of, you know, finally opening them up, having people over and then. What I try to do too, Jackie, I know you do this sometimes too. You really have to prepare when you have people over for a for a game night. Like uh, 
you know, food has to be ready. I try to set up as much as possible so you don't lose that hour of setup, you know, when people come over. Especially if we're doing Gloomhaven, I actually text everyone before and ask which scenario they want to do. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's a really good idea. uh, (laughs) So so then I try to get everything set up before um, so we have more time to, uh, to play because... Even if we're not done, you know, you hit that 11, 12 o'clock mark and we're like, you know what? We want to finish, but we're also completely exhausted and need to be able to be awake to drive home. Right. And so, and if you, and some people don't like playing board games because of that setup, because they feel like it's a a, a three hour uh, commitment, which Mm -hmm. is one of the reasons why I like sort of party games and why party games are such a hit right now is because they're usually easy to set up. Everyone yep. gets in, they're done in 20 mm-hmm. minutes, your life is complete. Yeah. What, one of the things we use for that specifically, like let's say we end early, but we still kind of want to play, we do the You Don't Know Jack games. Oh, yeah. Uh, which which are super fun because um, I think I have like three sets of those. Like you get them in packs. Like I think I have one, two, and I think six or whatever. Uh, I, I buy the ones that when they go on sale because uh, yeah. they're all kind of similar. So mm-hmm. I see no reason to spend $60 on one of them. Uh Right. But what it is, what's so great about it is it doesn't matter if you have like six or eight people. Everyone uses their phone as a controller. Oh, so, nice. So, you know, you just throw it up on the PlayStation and then it starts and everyone types a code in their phone and everyone's playing with their phone, which is their, becomes their controller. Yeah. So we do that a lot too. Yeah. We try, we also played on the Tuesday game nights. We also played just code names. Oh, I heard that's fun. I haven't played that yeah, yet either. You, you could play that with your phone on a website, mm-hmm. a Codenames website, and mm-hmm. you could have teams and um and it's quite it's quite easy. Like there's a I, I've done a Twitch there's a lot more Twitch gaming going on in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh I haven't yet completely figured out Discord for myself. But if uh, mm-hmm. when I play on Twitch and somebody's got a, a Discord set up, I can be talked through it. <laughs> uh, I can I can get I, I can all of a sudden be talking to people online, though, because uh, Zoom has been my go to as far as right. visiting mm-hmm. and and also gaming just because it's the easiest. And I accidentally bought the most expensive Zoom uh, package possible. Two thousand dollars <laughs> for the year. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. That is the correct response. Yeah. I could have lit Eight hundred, what eighteen hundred dollars on fire? Well, what's uh, interesting is they don't even really have that package. I think you got kind of scammed. <laughs> they, here's the good news: is whenever I want to call Zoom, they take yeah. my calls. Was it Z O U M? Is that when when you? <laughs> uh, that's actually Zoom, and yeah. it's a. I think it's a pre iPod <laughs> thing that I bought. But the, so what was it like a, a pro package that you got? Yeah, um, I, I like, have. Uh-huh. A, I could have ten administrators. I've oh, literally, gotcha. Andy's a full administrator. Um, I've, I've sold two other slots. If you would like a Zoom slot, you can pay <laughs> me the minimum, which is $150 for a year. And then mm-hmm. Zoom will also take your calls. But nobody needs yeah. Zoom anymore. So don't sweat it. Uh, but it is, uh, you get full benefits. And it's, um, yeah, I've sold one slot to my sister. And I've sold one slot to um, Carmen Morales. And I've said, oh, I think one to Mary Mack. And then I've given one to uh, Andy Ashcraft, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so there are five more slots. Anybody needs a professional level Zooming, God well, is knows. It, um, I can what, help what's, you. What are the benefits? Is it like a higher quality stream? Is it like, what What are the benefits that you get on the, the pro that you, you don't get on the regular? You uh, What you do is you get an uh, access to, uh, it's unlimited time. Uh, the biggest mm-hmm. benefit to it is that if you're having any kind of technical problems, they will answer your calls. Oh, there you go. Because if you are having any kind of technical problems and you have the 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 sort of the basic pro, which is 150 bucks a year, which means you could go up to two hours or whatever, right. um, they will not answer your call. Mm. You can email them and 48 hours later, they will answer it. Got it. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> They're monitoring it right now. So uh, mm. thank you, Zoom. I yeah. but And there's no <laughs> refund and it was an automatic renewal. Right. <laughs> so I just have to remember next March, right? To cancel to, it, yeah. To, yeah, not uh, enable the or disable the auto renew because yes. uh, you know chances are they won't let you know. Yeah, <laughs> right chances before. are they're going to want to keep my two grand. Yeah, uh, most so, likely. Yeah, no problems. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, other than that, like the jo- here's the thing about that Jaws, that Ravensburger one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy was just telling me that they have other games. They they have an IP department over there, and right. I guess they've been sticking the landing with other. Uh, uh, what's the IP stand for? Property Inter- uh, uh, intellectual property. That's it. So the other one that they've really stuck the landing on is a Jurassic Park game. Oh, which I haven't played yet. But get this, some people play the dinosaur mm-hmm. or the dinosaurs mm-hmm. and a certain amount of characters are supposed to get eaten. Oh, okay. And I guess this is, and this is hearsay. So uh, mm-hmm. when you read the rules, uh, yeah. so when you, when you play the dinosaurs, you have to, if you eat three people, you win. Mm-hmm. But if one, if you're playing one of the characters that gets eaten, you get eaten. It counts as one win for the dinosaurs. Then there's a there's a backup pile of characters that you just take another character. Oh, okay. So it's kind of well, nice. Like you, yeah, you well, still hu- get to play. Humans breed very quickly, so oh, yeah. you know there's always another one. Dinosaurs uh, and <laughs> the their gestation yeah. uh, process was a lot slower, I believe. Now, it, don't they also have the um, the alien game that Scott Rogers worked on? Uh, yes, yes, mm-hmm. I believe they do. Uh, I don't know if that is that Ravens. I knew that he was doing an aliens game. Yeah, frequent uh, frequent Dork Forest uh, flyer. Right, right. He mm-hmm. is he is both a fan and a frequent guest. Mm-hmm. Let's see, alien was it Alien or a- Aliens? Yeah, uh, Fate of the of uh, the Nostromo, I believe. I I don't remember exactly, but I remember I see I saw Scott posting about. it. I wanted to actually pick up the game. Fate of the Nostromo on Board Game Geek, and um. Yeah, it is Ravensburger. So, yeah, I wonder how that is. Uh, that you can't defeat the alien, so use what's at hand to keep it at bay until you escape. That's the that's the storyline there. Mm. Um, that's interesting. Okay, just came out. Scott Rogers, friend of the show, right? Yeah. As, as the kids mm-hmm. say. Yep. Um, really nice guy too. Yeah. Really good. One of Andy's good friends. And uh, and I also enjoy him. And his wife, Brenda, <laughs> is listening to this program. Hi, Brenda. His daughter has also been on the show. So everyone can be on the show, you guys. Just email me. Uh, I don't mean to say you can't be on the show. Uh, it's all a scheduling nightmare. That's the yeah. biggest problem. So... Uh, Chris, what would you... Re- w- w- talk to me. Uh, remind me what Gloomhaven is. I don't Gloomhaven- even remember. Gloomhaven is essentially Dungeons and Dragons in a box. It's a, you know, a legacy dungeon crawly game where you go to town, you buy, um, uh, you buy uh, uh, items in the store, you raise levels and you go from ta- uh, adventure to adventure until you progress until you reach your, I'm not even kidding, you reach your life's goal and then you retire. So the character actually retires, then you can't play that character anymore. So you actually have to go in the box and pick another character. But every time a character retires, yeah. um, uh, new characters unlock from the box that you didn't have access to before. So as the game progresses, you know, more characters and more um, character classes unlock. And then even if you fall in love with a character, nope, sorry, you uh, achieved your life's goal. They're retiring. So, uh, And uh, this but, is and- all, and, and is it done also with an app? No, no app. It's all in a box <laughs> with uh, um, literally thousands of pieces. <laughs> and I even added more. Like I said, that's, the, you know, that's just the stuff that comes with it. But I added like on Etsy, like the, you know, the rocks and the. Right. You know, so, the, somebody the has a 3D stuff. printer. Right. That, that they've that they've decided to really get into. Mm hmm. And with, with the, here's the thing I really love about it is that uh, it's designed so. um um, meticulously that, and, and so ingeniously that you don't need somebody, a dungeon master, someone actually playing the monsters. The monsters actually have like an AI that is controlled through cards. Oh. So everybody gets to play the adventurers and you go through the adventure and the game is actually controlling the, uh, the monsters. Oh, wow. Uh, without That's kind of, that is yeah. fascinating. That's yeah, actually even without amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because I am currently playing in two different, Hero Instant games, Andy's, you know, uh, superhero RPG game. And there is a lot of, you know, the DMing that goes on. I I wonder if he's played Gloomhaven. He must have. 
you know. I can't imagine Andy has not played Gloomhaven at some point. Right. I know that he has a small prejudice against games that are supposed to be D&D that aren't right. D&D. Because he's mm-hmm. like, why don't you just play D&D? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, because sometimes you can't. I mean, he had people to play with when he was a kid. That's how mm-hmm. he got into D&D. I have met so many people that didn't have anyone to play with that they just read the books when they were a kid. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. And it was, mm-hmm. it sounds sad, but <laughs> it also sounds amazing because they've swallowed the damn books, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. And so Gloomhaven, having that where the, the sort of the game itself is controlling those those. Those monsters. Yeah. Can it, can you play that game solo? You can play it solo. Although I have to say, it's like it really feels like the it, it's more fun with other people. I mean, what what they do too. Like again, it's um, there's a lot of this extra content out there too. Like I think the designer created specific solo missions for each character class, so you could even just do those on your on your own with just your one character. It has like random Maybe. dungeons. It has all these different things to like extend the gameplay. Like you could literally play Gloomhaven for years and, and not every finish day. It. And yeah. in <laughs> between when you're playing with friends, you could just play those solo missions. Yes. You could if do you that. If you loved too. it so, which I'm sure right. somebody does. And then when you're not playing, you could um, buy extra figures and, and uh, things and paint them. So there's all sorts of you could do something Gloomhaven related every single day. <laughs> <laughs> You really could. That is amazing. (laughs) That is outstanding. Um, Well, I am looking forward to playing games with you again. Yes, absolutely. That is, that would be super fun. Yeah. Let me know when you're back in town and we'll, uh, we'll make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, August is uh, literally, I just filled up my August with both a Las Vegas date and an Albany, New York date in the same week. So, uh, that's some traveling, that's some traveling mm-hmm. and I'm hoping to, uh, and then I'll be, you know, I'm in Phoenix. I'm in, I might be in Seattle. I don't know where the hell I'll be, but, uh, it turns <laughs> out, uh, I'm back <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> you know, I hate change, Chris. And I understand. I, I hated change when we went into lockdown mm-hmm. and I hate change when we came out of lockdown. Yep. And now there's some things that are sort of becoming sort of a hybrid kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. <laughs> so it's just, uh, it turns out, whatever thing you want to change, I just got used to the last thing. Right. So leave mm-hmm. me alone. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's, I, I really feel that, you know, like even as, as we're writers and artists, we're like, we're the last people sometimes to notice that the world is ending, you know, because right. we like to sequester ourselves alone right, in places alone. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, I felt the same way. I'm like, "Oh, everything's opening back up again." I'm like, "But yeah, but do I do I want to go back out all the time? I may not. I may just do it judiciously from now yeah. on." Andy doesn't have any interest in it. He's more yeah. than happy to just uh stay in. Yeah. And so, um I'm making him go to breakfast tomorrow before we drive mm. upstate uh to the Central California. Yeah. To uh, Central Valley to visit his mama. <laughs> um what would you recommend? Because uh, we're at an hour, my friend. So what yeah, would you recommend nice. people uh, buy if they want to sort of... Uh, I mean, the big addiction for you has been, I think, this return... Gloomhaven. Gloomhaven, yeah. Yes, for sure. And mm-hmm. um, I like that we've learned about the game steward. That's kind of yes. interesting. Mm-hmm. And supersizing games is also something I'm kind of like, oh, do I really need? Yes, of course I need that. Of course I need, <laughs> you know, instead oil tokens that look like little oil barrels. Of course oh, I do. That's ridiculous. Do. Right. Why wouldn't I want that? But I that's, would- uh, and it, it's Scythe is probably one that I really like and Lords of Waterdeep for sure. Um, those are the ones I've been playing a lot in Gloomhaven. And I want to dig into, uh, um, terraforming Mars because now uh, maybe I'll wait for you guys for that one. We'll open it up and with the tiles, and that'll be that'll be really fun. That'll be really great. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah. Let me uh, let me text you as to what my um game game playing availability yeah, my, is. My, my game schedule <laughs> looks like. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, quite honestly, um, oh no, oh no, he's got two games that he's running on Sunday. That's 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 crazy. 
Mm-hmm. And then, oh yeah, Saturday's full as well. Never mind. Okay, <laughs> so uh, yeah, we can schedule in advance. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> and it is summer, so I think your kids are out of school at this time, or they are, but they have a short summer, so they'll actually be going back kind of mid-August, which they are not happy about. But they are happy to not be doing online uh, learning anymore. So it's a a, uh, a happy sad. Yeah. yeah, they're going both going back in person uh, in August. All right. Well. Uh, Chris Mancini, everybody, uh, you should follow all the things that he does because it's always entertaining. Uh, and you should get the graphic novel, which is called Rise of the Kung Fu Dragon Master. First one available. If you go to whitecatentertainment.com, it's all linkable. His Facebook, his Twitter, the books, the merch. Uh, and then you could listen to archives of comedy film nerds. You can listen to new episodes and archives of The Quiet Journeys of Professor Atwood. And also, what are you watching? So, uh, thanks so much. Thanks so much, Jackie. This was always fun. And I look forward to uh, having you and Andy back at the table. (laughs) Uh, And Rangers, you know what I always say, and I'll say it again. Take care of each other out there. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. (laughs) My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?